Hello, welcome to Sumo Mainichi. I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave. And welcome to day one of the Natsu Basho, the summer Basho. I'm excited. Dave's excited. You guys are excited. Sumo suddenly comes at you like this giant wave and how welcome is it to see it back, even with no spectators? Yeah, exactly. It's Mother's Day as well here in Australia. So I was at my mum's before, but I was very pleased to uh, pop home and know that the sumo was coming on. Just such a great feeling all day in Australia because it comes on at about five o'clock at the moment for us and uh, we can watch it all. Yeah, it's a beautiful way to spend. Makuchi, I should say. Yeah, it's a beautiful way to spend an afternoon, isn't it? Yeah, it's so great. So, so yeah, so no spectators. How did you, how do you feel do about you know, it? I quite enjoyed it. That Maybe it's because I'm used to it, but I really felt the purity of the sumo today. I didn't need 5,000 people telling me to be excited. My heart was telling me. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you can really revel in your own feelings, can't you? I think the only reason I noticed it, I'm quite used to it. I mean, we've, we've seen it before. The only reason I noticed it, I think, is because it was day one and I was really, I was feeling the hype and I was looking for that hype. I think on yeah. other days it'll just be like, all right, it's day six, it's day 12, you know, we're just getting on with it. But day well, the, one. The problem is you're looking for cues externally. Look internally, look inside yourself. Okay, I'll do some internal, there. internal screaming. Exactly. Right. That's where it is. I'll try and do a bit more of that. So a big day one and a few formalities we needed to get out of the way first. And that was some unveiling of Yusho portraits. Yes, there were two. It was Daisho and Terana Fuji. And we heard the absolute banger of a track that we hear every time a portrait is unveiled. I absolutely love that tune. Hey, what did you think of Daisho's pose in that portrait, though? I loved it. He was buff. He was large. He was looking good. Yeah, really stern. Yeah, very, very stern. <laughs> Terunofuji, I thought, he was stoic. He looked big and he looked kind of Terunofuji-like, but he didn't look that gruff. Daisho just looked like, Grr. Well, I mean, Terunofuji, he knows that this is going to be the first of many. Let's oh, yeah. face it. Not a big deal for him. Yeah, he's like, I've been here before. Yeah. There Take I am it. over there. I'll give you three clicks and then I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. But Daisho, gee, he knew he had, he's got one chance at it. <laughs> Beautiful. Probably. Well, probably. Beautiful white uh, Kesho Mawashi too on Daisho. Yeah. It was really nice to see. But geez, that tune. Can, for my next big birthday, can you just like surprise me? Like when the cake comes out, roll out the cake with that. It, it's the most perfect piece of music. It, it's so short and the perfect fanfare. It makes absolutely no sense musically. Like it's just this rising series of chords. Like there's no... There's no backing key. down. Yeah. It's just more and more and more. Like I want it to go on through the whole well, scale. The, but yeah, exactly. Like the extended <laughs> version would just be it going up forever. Yeah. It's just such an odd piece of music and it really fires me up every time. I love it. So apparently the audience are coming back on day four. So they've come out and said, you know, despite the extended state of emergency, we're still keen for, for fans to come back. This is completely bizarre. So the first three days, we won't have a crowd mm. in attendance. Yeah. And then from day four, they're going to take it easy. Only 5,000 people yeah. <laughs> can be there. Oh, it's got to be cashola. Like they just need some yeah. money. Um, they'd already made the decision, I presume, to have these three days without. So that's 
the, all the planning's done around that. Yeah. They haven't got any of the people at the booths or the, you know, people selling the food or anything. They need to get that organised, but they're keen to have people So in. the question is, will the crowd on Wednesday, which is the first day the crowd will be in, mm-hmm. will will they be that excitable drunk crowd that we normally see in on well, day one? Well, they won't one? be drunk because you can't drink there anymore. Hey, you know they're preloading. <laughs> We've done it ourselves. <laughs> Yeah. There's a convenience store right at the station. Oh, we have done it we ourselves. Have done it. We will admit that. <laughs> We've had a few high bodies on the way in. Um, yeah, it could be a day one crowd. That's a very good point, that Wednesday we should look out for that, like a little bit that of extra feeling. spark. Yeah, mm, totally. Good point. Well, we, we got some other interesting footage. I mean, there's always great packages played um, on on day one and on a lot of the days. We got some footage actually, interestingly, of the, the first aid course they ran before the basho and the footage they showed was was someone with a neck brace being placed onto yeah. a stretcher. I mean, they've gone straight for the the issue. Well, this is this is the, the, the main issue, isn't it? It did feel a little undergraduate. It did. It was like you were booked in for a work first aid course day where yes. everyone mucked it- around with the... The dummy, yeah, a bit. yeah, and you you have to give them mouth to mouth, and everyone yeah. laughs about it. But yeah. look, I I know it, it did look a little hokey, but at least they're making some public facing yeah. attempt to improve the care for Rikishi. Yeah, I mean they're trying to show it as well. You know, they yeah. they're not doing it under cover of darkness. They're filming it and they're showing everyone that they're they're doing it. I mean, you have to. You have to accept it's a good sign. Now, did we, I think I saw the two first aid people. Yep. Dressed oh, yeah, in white. Yeah, dressed in white lab coats. Yeah. I didn't see them in any other shots. So we might, if, if you saw them, please let us know. But you I think, thought you saw them sitting down beside No, the, they were standing near where the Perspex glass is yep. with the common, uh, some kind of commentators. The stats guys. The stats guys. Yeah. Um, Looking, they were standing, guys. they were ready, <laughs> they were ready to go there. So let's keep an eye out for them, but good to see at least some kind of attempt at rectifying the problem here. Absolutely. We also saw some of Kotayuki's retirement speech zoomed right in on those eyes and there were tears. I, I felt this one. Yeah. I, I really, really felt this retirement and, and the speech was very moving. Uh, and, you know, it, it's really interesting to see these ricochet who you know, definitely didn't get to the top, all the way to the top, but what sumo means to them and what retirement means to them, even though they are going onto a coaching role like Kotayuki is. Yeah. Do you think he'll be a good coach? Yeah, well, I mean, Hiro on the English language side of the NHK broadcast made a really interesting point around the fact that Kotayuki, his whole career he was battling injury so that he will be able to help the rikishi in his hair uh, fight in a similar style. Mm. So like to manage injuries and still have really long and fruitful careers despite having absolutely broken bodies. Yeah, he'll understand. He gets it. Yeah. And apparently he's also a really lovely and polite guy, which as a coach, I mean, maybe that's not a trait that you, you wholly need. You need to be able to push people and sort of to oh, be look, angry hey. if they're not achieving their, or encouraging if they're not achieving their best. Let's not act like he's not going to haze newcomers. He'll be hazing <laughs> oh, them. No, Kodiuki, no. <laughs> well, it was lovely to see his emotion, and um, you don't see that emotion yeah. <laughs> from those guys ever when they win, when they lose, and to understand what sumo means to them, as you say, is is a really special moment. So that was great to see. We have heard some news on um, some of the Kujo uh, rikishi. So. 
Ryudan, let's talk about him. He there's been a few tiny little details drip fed into the news feed. <laughs> now you told me last night what the reasons were, and I thought you were joking. Yeah. Because well, they are very, very vague. We were out, and you know how sometimes when you're out, you, there's just a little, you know, we're with friends and we're having a good time, and then there's a little down moment where you just have a little scroll, just a small one. I had a little scroll through Sumo Twitter and just saw this this tweet about Reardon, and apparently he's been coming and going from places that were not his home or his stable. I feel... Like, I need to use this as an excuse in the future. It's just like, hey, where have you been? It's like, well, I've been coming and going from a place that wasn't work or home. Yeah. No more questions. Yes, Your Honour, that's it. <laughs> Your Honour. That's all I'm, <laughs> I'm drip feeding to you. I mean, hopefully, I don't know. I don't know where he was going to, to take his puppy to the... The vet, you know, no, we love. I, he's got a dog. We know he's got a dog. He loves her. I don't much. know. Uh, Hopefully, not know, going to the vet though. These late night vets in uh, the shadier parts. No, of Ikibu Kudong, he wouldn't do it. No, I don't know. Anyway, but what is clear is that he's Kujo for the entire Basho, mm. and they are not even going to look at this, uh, you know, permanent or more substantial ban until the Basho is over. A lot of people invested in this story. It'll be. Fascinating to see mm. how it breaks. And we will all be very disappointed if it's troublemaking, well, I think. get ready. <laughs> Midori Fuji, he has had an MRI and it's it's become more clear, I suppose, <laughs> medically, whatever that means, that he, um, he needs surgery. So he's going to have it and he'll need two months to recover. Okay. Well, I mean, on one hand, I think it's it's good news that they're, they're dealing with this now. Two months recovery. We probably won't see him in July. No, I can't imagine. Yeah. And the other, I mean, the other thing I imagine is how bad does this MRI need to look for the sumo doctors to go, actually, he needs surgery. Yeah. There's like his ankles on one side and then his like tibia and fibula on the other side. No, it's of his back. It's his back. Hang on. Are they not dealing with the ankle injury? No, I think that's finished. I think it's the it's the back. Oh well, I think he okay. needs back surgery, which is pretty serious. Okay, well that's even worse. But please tell me if I'm although wrong. I've wh- never been wrong before, but I could be wrong now. While he's under, I reckon open up the ankle and have a look in there yeah. too, because <laughs> there's something not right there. Yeah, have a few goes. Fix everything if you could. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also saw Azamari today in Jurio, so uh, that was some news that we were waiting to see. He wasn't marked as QJ before, and he has come back from having COVID. Okay, well, speaking of Jurio, and maybe we'll we'll talk about this bout first. Ura mm. actually was up against Azamaru, we saw. And I've got to say, Ura here went for the leg pick. Yes. And then found himself very lucky to stay up long enough for Azamaru to back out over the bales. Yeah, Azamaru just backed off. So he picked up his leg. Azamaru hopped backwards and kind of dragged Ugh. Ura with him and just... Uh, it was a was lucky win, wasn't Ura it? Down. It was very lucky. It wasn't wasn't great from Ura there. Uh, the other Jurio bouts we looked at today, Bushaw's arm. He was lucky to retain his Jurio position, of course, after posting a 7-8 at Jurio 14 last Basho. But today he pushed and shoved Orhal around in an epic bout for a great start for him. Yutaka Yama. Well, I mean, this is a strange mm. thing seeing him down in Jurio. Very strange, isn't it? But he looked great against Aisho Maru. He looked really strong. He's got, he had his pushing back. He was yeah. moving forward. He was moving 
from side to side a little bit as well, which showed that mobility of his upper body, which he's been lacking, and his thrusts look much more powerful. Well, as a long-time Yutakiyama fan, I mean, we haven't seen this sumo from him for no, quite a while. It's been quite lacklustre. So hopefully this is a, a trip down to the lower division for him that, you know, picks his confidence up and, you know, reignites his love of sumo. Ah, uh, the other one. Well, Enho, his return to Jurio did not start so well here. Chiona all got behind him early and drove him across the bales, showed him out the back he door. He got all up in his business. Enho got himself into a, a nightmare here, got all twisted around. He got picked up. He got dumped down. It wasn't wasn't a great start for oh, him. He was it... trying to duck in at the start, yeah. wasn't he? He was trying to go low. He was a little unlucky, but Chiona all responded very quickly here to turn him around. Must be such a bummer to lose on day one. You're all hyped uh, up as well. You've been training. You're down in Juria. You don't want to be there anymore. Yeah. It's day one. You can do it and you lose. Well, the other bout, we saw Wakamoto Haru. He opened his account today with a strong showing against Achuruna Umi. So the potential for at least one double brother win is alive. <laughs> we love it. Shall we jump in to top division? Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. Well, to open day one, could you hope for a better bout? Akua, the car crash man against Mr. Sumo, Chiyomaru. Chiyomaru opened with a strong push as Akua steamed forward, but Chiyomaru, he was clever here. It was a quick step back from him and he sent Akua to the dirt. Hikiyotoshi slapped down one for him. Zero for Chiyomaru. Now, this sumo was great and all, and I was so excited to see number one. But <laughs> you noticed the new camera, like straight oh, away. Oh, we need to talk about this. That one, because I didn't watch Jurio today. I came yep. straight in for Makuchi, like screamed in the doorway, ran yep. down the back of the house, sat down. Yeah. Well, the new, there's a new camera. We're calling it the drone. Yeah. Even though it is very much an old school camera on a big boom pole. It is super high res. Is it? I, I think it's low. To me, it looks like low res. Really? No, yeah. it's high res. Oh, okay. It gets in so close and it looks great. It's got that kind of, well, to me anyway, it's got that really shiny quality of like being high res, like the almost too too much detail, the too real, realistic look. Well, it, can't, it does feel like that... Um, NHK have gone, okay, we've got no crowd in for the first three days. How do we make this sing for TV? <laughs> and they get the big old boom camera out, which must be from the 1970s. But It was uh, a real surprise because we thought it was high tech, but it, it's not. No, it's, it's very. It's a guy on, at the end of a massive boom just like struggling to hold it up. It's essentially a seesaw with a man on one end and a camera on the yes. other. But I've got to say, it. it it's, uh, you know, sitting 90 degrees to the normal NHK coverage. Yes. It's giving some very, very interesting camera angles. It just does seem to get a little bit wobbly as it gets higher because up. Because he's like, oh, yeah. I've got to hold it up. Yeah. It's like Tarana Fuji holding the two fish up when he, at his Gonzeki <laughs> ceremony. Can't do it anymore. I thought it was one of those spider cams. So at the cricket, they have, at our big stadiums, at least here in Melbourne and Sydney, they'll have like three or four high-tension wires down from the top of the stadium and a, and a cam on the end that can move around the whole stadium. I mean, I'm sure other countries have them. We call them spider cam and they can sort of move around above the cricket. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially a camera on a, you know, set of wires. Yeah, so I thought they'd strung that up at the Kokugukan or drone, like, and eh, just flying around, flying in their face. I would love for there to be a drone, but unfortunately... They've oh. gone the seesaw. Big boom seesaw. 
We anyway, appreciate the camera angles. It yeah. really shows some amazing things. We're seeing angles of ricochet and close-ups that we we haven't seen before, and I'm sure it'll only take it to new heights. Hopefully, you can see it tomorrow. But with the Doyo Erie, they were they were zooming it around like sideways oh, as yeah. people were um, walking off. Yeah, that was cool. Amazing. I guess they're getting one side of the Doyo Erie yeah. <laughs> only though, because they can't go over the other side. Maybe they'll move it to the other side tomorrow, but it looks like it's bolted into the I floor. I reckon it'll have to be. All right, look. Second bout of the day. We're going to get there. It's Kaisei up against Ishiura, and the newly returned Ishiura swings around to his left at the touchy eye. He tries to swing Kaisei down. It's a good idea, but Kaisei, he is steady, and he takes Ishiura out over the bales instead, Yori Kiri. So a big win on day one for Kaisei. Yeah, he really leveraged that size difference there, didn't he? But, you know, I'm a big Ishiura fan. This is, we can forget about this. Let's move on. <laughs> Ishira all the way, day two. The next bout of the day was Chiataru up against Diamami. Chiataru attacked high. He aimed squarely at the throat of Diamami, and there was nothing Diamami could do. His head was back, his center of gravity was high. Chiataru continued forward and pushed him over the bales. This bout made me laugh so hard. I don't know why, but Chiataru, I think it was Chiataru's massive wind up. He just like, sort of came from below and like hit who I'm calling baby Chiatari, Diamami. Okay. That, what do you reckon? I need some time to sit with it, but I'm open. Baby Chiatari. <laughs> baby Chiamari. Oh, there was uh, Yuki saying hello. Yuki at the door. Yeah, so a win for Chiatari and day one, Diamami, a loss. Akisiyama up against Okonomi. Now, this is one of the ones, one of the bouts that I was really looking forward to. This is their first meeting in Makuchi because Okonomi is usually much higher up and Akisiyama is usually much lower. But they're both 35 years old, although Akisiyama looks heaps older. Okonomi has a bit of a baby face, don't you reckon? Yeah, he does. He's a very, uh, he's a timeless looking Rikishi. He's timeless. That's a better way of describing him, actually. And you know, next to Akisiyama who is showing his age, mm. or although apparently has looked like that his whole life. <laughs> As a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little flabby. He's had old man face his entire life. <laughs> Some babies do have old man face. They do. Yep. Um, let's see what happens. Akisiyama, he can't keep Okonomi off his belt, and that was the end of that very quick. He's taken back step by step and over the Tawara by Okonomi, who doesn't want to be down this low, let's face it. Yeah, those slender legs of Akisiyama <laughs> couldn't put up any resistance today. Okonomi, 1-0. Akisiyama, 0-1. Well, Kotoeko was up next against Chiyoshoma. Kotoeko, you know, I mean, you don't see him for six weeks and then you see him on the TV and, you know, he always cuts a very imposing Buff. silhouette. Yep. Yep, he's massive. He the, is. These ones. The I'm pointing to my delts. shoulder, top of my shoulder. The delts. Yep. He's the human triangle. Uh, both Rikishi charged in at the touchy eye. Chiyoshoma looked good early, but Kuroeko here, he was level-headed. Let Chiyoshoma do his thing before locking up the arm and swinging Chiyoshoma to the dirt. A beautiful Kotanage arm throw. It looked like he was looking for that arm grip throughout this bout. It was a great throw at the end. He certainly found it. And he has absolutely dominated Chiyoshoma Kotoeko. He's got a winning record against him uh, by far and uh, has done very well today. Hopefully you, on the way to hearing his Well, I was I was just going to ask, song. do you think we're going to be hearing the theme song? Yes. Okay, yes. Yes, please. <laughs> please, Kotoeko. 
A win for day one is on a good uh, route to getting us to that song. So Kodnawaka was next against Teretsi Yoshi. I hoped that they would, when I still thought that the camel was a drone, I thought that they would fly it through <laughs> the salt throat at this point. But because it was a large boom, they did zoom in on the salt, so we really saw his hand like delve yeah, into yeah. the bucket in. But we see that normally. <laughs> I swear it's low res, but anyway. <laughs> We do see that normally, that's right. So that didn't give us a particularly new angle, but, you know, get it up in the salt. Like get him to turn around and throw the salt throw at the camera. Throw it at the camera. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, so Teretsuyoshi, he was feeling it today. He jumped immediately to his right, which he is prone to do. He loves a bit of a meet and move, although I think this was more of a move. Turned, picked up Kodnawaka's leg from behind. So he's now facing him from behind. He has his leg up around the knee and... Kodnawaka goes down. This was perfectly executed from Teretsuyoshi today. I think you've been planning it for three weeks. Yeah. I mean, I feel for Kodnawaka on yeah. days like this. Yeah, just a big man, big baby-faced man tumbling to the do Yeah, Yeah. And he hasn't been thinking about the leg pick for three weeks. No. <laughs> no. no, it's happened to him. It was it's an Ashitori win for Teretsuyoshi. <laughs> Very clever. Kodnawaka, a loss. Well, Tamawashi up next on the doyo against Kagiyaki. I've got to say, Kagiyaki's tachio here was picture perfect. Put his hands down, drove forward in a perfect rhythm. But Tamawashi responded very, very well. He attacked high, then got under Kagiyaki and drove him over the bales for an Oshidashi win. Yeah, another good low to mid rank bout that I was looking forward to that shouldn't really be down here, but is happening here. Tamawashi looked super strong at Maegashira 10. He'll be looking to rack up some wins. It was cool to see something like this this early. He's won zero Kagiyaki with a loss. Shimano Umi against Endo. Endo applied pressure here right from the start. He was straight in. He got Shimano Umi all turned around, literally turned around, 180 degrees, courtesy of a missed thrust at Endo's body. Endo saw the opportunity and was able to get behind him. Never a good position to be in in sumo. Well, good for Endo, bad for Shimano Umi. And pushed, pushed Shimano Umi out Okuridashi. This is the Endo that's the, um, the fantasy Endo. Yeah. Do you know, like, do you know the way he just dispatched of Shimanumi today? Yeah. He was balanced. His face was calm. He looked so, he was low. He was in control. You know, if he could do this over 15 days, he's going to be a lot higher than Maegashira 8. But again, I'm being drawn into this vortex of hope <laughs> that I know he's going to let me down. But but still, great signs from Endo after day one. It was. And the, the drone got nice and close to his face. So that's a that's the money <laughs> shot right there of Endo. You've got to get a photo of that beautiful face. And they did for the audience. All right. The next bout was Tsurugisho up against Takara Fuji. Tsurugisho looked good out of the touchy eye here. He drove forward, but Takarafuji slammed both hands on the belt of Tsurugisho. The belt was loose. Uh, Takarafuji was forced to lift it up underneath Tsurugisho's armpits, but he could still find enough purchase to work Tsurugisho back and over the bales. Solid win for him. It was really solid. Takarafuji was way more active than I thought he was going to be that quickly. It's another good bout that I was looking forward to. It, it wasn't a Great long, you know, sort of back and forth. But I really liked how Takarafuji totally negated Tsurugisho here, even as a Tsurugisho fan, because I love to see Takarafuji do well as well. It's the first time Takarafuji's got a win on day one in, in 2021. 
There's only it? been three fascists. Well, but true. But it's a good start. But he's also at his lowest uh, rank for quite a while. Mm. Um, but th- there was some speed and urgency from Takara Fuji today that we haven't seen in recent times. Yep. Yep. Straight away, straight off the touchy eye. Slapped that hand on and got a win. He's won zero. Tsurigisho with a loss. Tochinoshin came out next against Ichinojo. Now, the the camera, I'm really harping on about it, but it really did show us some angles of both of these big guys that we don't often see. Like we just don't see them from behind um, and from the other side. So I just find it, it fascinating. We'll we'll get over the camera, but I think it's really cool. Even, no, gar- no guarantees, no, I've got to say. <laughs> no, maybe every day we'll just go on about it. So they both got on the belt. Ichinojo, though, was more attacking. He's often attacking at the start. He's got all this energy. Tochinoshin mounted a defence on the bales, but it didn't last for long. And with a renewed attack uh, from Ichinojo, Tochinoshin stepped back and out. A Yorikiri win for Ichinojo. I've got to say, when Tochinoshin was on the bales and then rebounded, mm-hmm. I thought, thought this is on. Mm. Yeah. But Ichinojo showed great resolve here to finish this off. Um would you believe Ichinojo has now beaten Tochinoshin in their last four meetings? Wow. He's really got his number. And so encouraging to see some, you know, forward sumo, some sumo with initiative from Ichinojo today. I wonder if they've always been at the start of the Basho, because I really feel at the start Ichinojo is just so fired up. He's got so much movement and maybe Tochinoshin a little bit lower energy. Tochinoshin often fires up at the end. That's true. Because he's desperate for wins. That's true. And Ichinojo often falls <laughs> off. So maybe that's why it goes this way. Maybe they need to meet at day eight. Yes. For us to really know who's better. That's right. Well, the next bout of the day, one of my favourite uh, rikishi at the moment, Hidenumi, the older brother of Tobi Zaru, up against Onosho. Hidenumi, he was off the long run up here. Onosho was right up on the line and Hidenumi got hit hard by Onosho, who crashed into the chest of Hidenumi, sent Hidenumi backwards. Onosho, we've seen him look like this before. He's low and balanced and he just poured the pressure on Hidenumi, who was forced to step back and over the bales. Oshidashi win for Onosho. Yeah, it was. It was a, a classic Onosho push out, wasn't it? <laughs> I was on the lookout here, had my binoculars out for a new Hidnaumi Mawashi colour. Well, I would have liked to see an old colour return. The pink. The pink. Yeah. But he didn't do it. He did have a new colour, but it's like a mid-brown. Yeah. Bring the pink back. I mean, if you're going to go to a new colour, what makes you go mid-brown? I don't know. I feel like it's like, oh, well, I've achieved something. I've done quite well. I'm... You know, I'm pretty proud to be up here at Magashira 6. My, you know, my reward is mid-brown. Because, <laughs> see, the thing is, I don't know what, you know, listeners in their part of the world, men's fashion is like, but pink shirts mm-hmm. in Melbourne, mm-hmm. if I see a guy wearing a pink shirt, I think you must have a lot of confidence to do that mm. because you look ridiculous. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It looks cool. It makes no. me think they're cool. Really? Yeah. Pink shirt. Cool because they've got confidence. Yeah, right. I mean, but they look ridiculous. But but it's a statement to say, I'm going to wear a pink shirt and I'm going to pull it off. Mm. This is the mindset we need Hidenumi to be in. Yes, totally. He needs to, he's got confidence in himself. I'm well, a sure. brown is not a confidence mawashi colour. No, it's not. No, get the ridiculous one out and <laughs> live your life. Yeah. 
properly hidden enemy. Should we send a notified letter to him? Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. I'll start writing it straight okay. away. <laughs> Hoshoryu was up next against Miyogiryu. Hoshoryu came forward powerfully and confidently. I thought he was about to put Miyogiryu straight out. That's how quickly he came out of the, the Tachiyo. But Miyogiryu was able to circle away. He galloped around the doyo with Hoshoryu attached to him like a limpet. And Hoshoryu's perseverance, it paid off. Miyogiryu couldn't get away. He steps out. Yorikiri, it's a big win for Hoshoryu on day one. Huge win on day one. You know I'm a big fan yep. of Hoshoryu. Yep. I, I would really encourage people to watch the slow motion replay. I think at full speed this feels like it's out of control. But you watch it on slow motion, you see how much Hoshoryu is controlling the tempo. He's controlling that movement around the doyo. He just looks so good today. Yeah, very fast, very powerful. And Mikiryu just couldn't escape. It's a loss for him. Hoshoryu, big win. Next up, Komasubi Mitakumi against Kirabiyama. Mitakumi came out hot here. He moved in close, poured on the pressure. Kirabiyama defended well. He held up the Mitakumi attack by getting under the arms. They look up briefly here. Kirabiyama then dips down low. It's like he shot a hand down. I don't know what he was going for. Was it the thigh? Was it the, the calf? But it's like Mitakumi sensed that opening. And from there, he surged forward and drove Kirabiyama out. Yeah, I had a pretty short-lived theory about Mitakumi for a while that um, if he didn't win quickly he wasn't going to win. So if that first kind of movement mm. forward didn't work for him, he didn't have a whole lot of other strategies. But today he showed good stability to take Kirabiyama's attack, the pushback and the twist down yeah. attempt, and take that win. I thought it was a good showing on day one. I'm being cautious. Mm. He also has his own new Mawashi colour. I don't know what colour to call it. I've, I've looked inside myself and come up with shiny beige. It's kind of orangey. That's brown. a hard sell. Yeah. It's like, so Hidenomi's is a real brown brown. It's like kind of baby poo brown a little bit. Yeah. But this one's a little bit more sharp, a little bit more orange. I kind of feel like we need to Twig. move. We need to Twig move brown. past this autumnal colour palette that everyone's dealing in. Well, it's summer. It's, We're coming it's into summer. summer. Yeah, coming into in summer. In Japan. Yeah. Let's get some bright. Just have the some... cherry blossoms bring back the pink. Let's get some colour <laughs> happening. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Mitakumi, that's a big win for him on day one at Komasubi. Kiribayama, 0-1. Chionokuni against Sekiwake Takanosho was next. Chionokuni, he was bandaged up on that right hand. That thumb doesn't look great. He was on the long run-up. They slammed together. Chionokuni, I did see him sort of holding his hand out of it or twisting his hand away. It must still be quite painful. Uh, so it was Takanosha, though, who stoically stayed steady on his feet, got some thrusts in in the perfect positions, as he is uh, prone to do, and got the win. He's 1-0, Takanosha. Yeah, I've got to say, I do worry about Chianakuni up at Maegashira 3. I think this first week is going to be incredibly tough for him. And as you said, that right hand, the thumb... It's strapped up hard. It's going to be very hard for him to use that. Yeah, because he's a bit of a brawler. He just does love to shove and yeah. move around and have his arms kind of going around. <laughs> and, of course, last Basho he was suffering from that broken rib as well. So that oh, still must be weighing on his about mind. about that. Ouch. Uh, yeah, and he's one of these ricochet. I think he went 10-5 last Basho. At Maegashira 3, it's just I don't think he's quite – his body's not ready for this uh, level of sumo quite yet. So – Hang in there, mate. 
it's going to be a long first seven days, I reckon. The next bout of the day, Sekiwake Takeyasu. Yes, Boy, lovely. I like those two words next to each other. Yeah. Up against Maegashira 2, Tobizaru. Takeyasu looked solid out of the touchy eye, and although Tobizaru, he was mobile, he kept himself in this with some good footwork. Takeyasu was dominant. He pushed hard. He pushed accurately. Tobizaru found himself on the wrong side of the bales. <laughs> it was, it was Takeyasu's chance to get back at one of the people who absolutely robbed him of the U show yeah. in March. Not the only person. He lost enough, you know, he lost at different times. But um, Tobizaru was one of the crucial ones where he was right up there. And not only that, but Tobizaru has, had beaten him the two times that they'd fought before this. Yeah. So big win in all ways. Very, a very good psychological um, win here for Takeyasu, especially newly, at se- newly back at Sekiwake. Win on day one, win against Tobizaru, fingers crossed. I have seen so many people, a lot of votes for the, you know, who people think are, are going to win the U show came in today for the, that Inside Sport Japan competition and just a lot of people on the Takeyasu hype train. Good. They love him. There's plenty of room. Toot toot. Get on. May say Magashira 2 was up next against Ozeki Terunofuji. It's his first bout back at Ozeki. Very exciting. Can I say this... This bout had a different feeling about it. Oh, yeah. I felt, I don't know, there was something about it. This one felt to me like this was the big one for today. Yeah, okay. Terunofuji, new Ozeki. He was the first of the four Ozeki to fight today, but something, there was a certain weight to this one. Yeah. It's it's important. It's really important for sort of the future of Sumo and for his future as well. It's like, and people have jumped on board with him just mm. so much. He's the other one who, who comes up all the time. May say, of course, surely a candidate for the most maligned of the Bansuke with a 10-5 going from <laughs> Magashira 2 to Magashira 3, but let's yeah. not talk about that. Yeah, let's not. Anymore. At the Tachi High, there was um, there was some uncertainty here, wasn't there? Well, they, they took a long they time to get yeah. settled, but I couldn't help but notice Terunofuji was motionless. Mm. He was ready for sumo. May say looked a little twitchy there. Yeah. And I thought... Something's going on. Nerves. Here. Nerves. <laughs> Terunofuji's ready, though, on the second touch here. He locked up Meisei's arms, as he does often now, just goes for that immediate elbows around his arms. Meisei struggled to stay in. He did use his body to push back on the Tawara, but Terunofuji simply picked him up. It wasn't legs waving in the air pickup, but it was a, a fairly hefty drag of him across the doyo, moved him around, dumped him over the other side of the doyo, and again, a, like a throwdown. Yeah, really dominant sumo from Terunofuji today. This is the fifth time they've met and the fifth time mm. that Terunofuji has picked up the win. Meisei had no answers to the questions Terunofuji was throwing out. Great start for the new Ozeki. His first win. Yes. As a newly returned Ozeki. Congratulations. Well, next Ozeki up was Ozeki Shodai against Maegashira 1, Hokuto Fuji. Hokuto Fuji, new Mawashi colour today. Oh, shiny electric blue. Electric blue. I mean, it was a little muted. I yeah. wouldn't say it was, uh, you know, really popping, but uh, good to see some colour from he him. He was working it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've got to say, Hokuto Fuji's touchy eye here was crisp against Shodai. He slammed into him, looked to be on top early on. Shodai steadied himself, stayed balanced as he as he responded. He drove Hokuto Fuji back. And when Hokuto Fuji overcommitted forward, Shodai level-headed. He shot to his right and thrust him down to the dirt. Tsukiyotoshi win for him. Yeah, a bit of 
battle of the hearts here for me. It was a bit of a nightmare for the Kataban Ozeki Shodai on day one to cover up against yeah, Hokuto Fuji. So I thought he didn't show it on his face. There was absolutely nothing on Shodai's face, but I thought he must be so relieved here. And I did think he did well to take Hokuto Fuji's initial slam. It wasn't the most Ozekiest of sumo, but it was a win. It was a win. One in that column. Yeah, and maybe if we consider it in terms of the other three Ozeki bouts, it's probably one of the weaker performances. Yes. But yes. we might touch on that at the end. But Shorto would be relieved to pick up his uh, to pick up a win on day one. Wakataka Kage, Magashiro one was up next against Ozeki Takakesha. We did notice that Wakataka Kage too, like Kodoeko, is buff as all get out. <laughs> Just really upper body large. But for all that upper body building, it was a mutter to start off with from Wakataka Kage. I think he was a little bit nervous there. He got a slap on the wrist from Takakesho. And after that at the second touchy eye, Takakesho of old, he is back with a vengeance. The thrust of windmill-like, they were so fast. It's like sumo from the 60s and the 70s where they're just going for it. The little nugget, he's moved Wakataka Kage back and out before we can blink an Oshidashi win on day one for Takakesho. This was some very pure sumo from Takakesho today. I think he would go home with the thought that he did his style of sumo today. Absolutely. Yeah. He and put on his I did my style of sumo t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, after staving off uh, Karaban last time, a great way for him to start against a quality opponent in Wakataka Kage. It certainly was. Well, can you believe it's the last bout of day one already? Well, it actually went really quickly. Did yeah. you find that? Well, it flew by, but that's how life works when you're having a good time, I yeah, think. I so. We had Ozeki Asunayama against Komasubi Daesho. Daesho launched himself at Asunayama out of the touchy eye. You could almost see flames coming off his body. This is the Daesho touchy eye that wins him bouts. But Asunayama, he kept his head, he diffused the attack, moved Daesho to his right and pushed him over the bales for an Ukuridashi win. Yeah. Okay, so I think this was really important for Asunayama. Agreed. For two main reasons. One is that I think he gets nervous and I think he feels a lot of pressure on day one. So he's overcome though. He's overcame. He has overcome those nerves and got a win on day one. But not only that, he was put into that position that he hates. So that, that position that Daisho has won against him before yeah. when he's bent over backwards through the Norowa, but this time he's got a plan and he can do it. And I think it's an Ozeki sumo plan. He pushes Daisho's arms to the side. He gets him off balance. He's ready for it. He understands what's going to happen and he can execute. That's inter interesting you say that, that because I feel that Asunyama obviously doesn't want to be in that position of being on the back foot and responding, but I always think he's quite good in that those situations. Obviously, Daesho, you don't want to be in that situation against him because once he gets that head of steam, very, very hard to stop. Mm. But I think he's good in some situations where he's put out of his comfort zone. But it's particularly that one, I reckon, when he's he's pushed back with the neck where he's, uh, he's yeah, bent yeah, over. Yeah. I just see, think we've seen him lose that way a number of times and not have any, I mean, maybe he has a plan, but he can't do anything about it. He's lost that way a number of times and today he didn't. He, he's a ricochet who I don't often think of as someone who, yeah, 
shows a lot of initiative in the sense that he doesn't win it out of the touchy eye, like Daisho does, for example. He, he he's always forced to respond in in a way. But I agree, he hates that being high. Yeah, I would say almost the opposite. That I think he he's best when he does come out attacking and he can slap that hand on the belt and just mm. get all over. He can smother them mm. and dominate and either throw down or push out. Yeah. I think it's when he, he gets taken back. He gets taken by either by surprise or with an attack that disrupts his own centre of gravity. I think that's where he has the problem and I think that's where he needs to learn to deal with it and, and he did today. And and against someone like Daesho proves that he can do it. Yes. Because there are very few uh, ricochet at the top who come at you like Daesho. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He, he's won a U show doing yeah, exactly he's, he's that style of sumo. Da, 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 da. He had that today. Yeah, exactly. He's fired up. Great start. So as far as the Ozeki goes, clean slate. Yeah, for all four Ozeki have won. How, did that even happen in March? No way. I know we were looking for it. We, we only had three. three Ozeki. Yeah, but I. No, well, I mean, they were losing all over the place. Yeah. The, so it, it's good for Sumo if all four Ozeki are firing. And I know it's only day one, mm-hmm. but we've seen amazing Sumo from Terunofuji, amazing Sumo from Takakesho, solid Sumo from Masanayama, and short I... He won. He won. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, tick in the win column. Exactly. It's a That's w, all we need to worry about. And he will take it. Can I just do a quick... Uh, brother update. We did oh. not get a double brother win today. No, not a we... double brother and not a double, double brother. No. Brother, double, double brother, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. There's a lot of sumo still to go. We should jump in to tomorrow's bouts. Can we start with Jurio? Because oh. we have an absolute classic in the making yeah, tomorrow. Cracker. Ura versus Enho. Oh. Have they met before? Ah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that as I look. <laughs> Let me search <laughs> my memory slowly and talk uh, my process well, through it. So I, when I try to think about whether I know something, I don't what believe I do they've is, met before. Uh, let's have a look. They would have. They've met once before. Yeah. Uh, and Ura picked up that win. That was back. I mean, it's like it was yesterday. It was March 2021. <laughs> Well, so it was then. So Ura beat Enho. <laughs> then I, I was, was Oshitoshi. Sure. As I was saying, I searched my memory <laughs> and I see whether something like pops up and like a bout popped up. Yeah, okay. So it wasn't all that long ago. <laughs> but in sumo terms, that's a long time. I can't remember everything. Well, look, still, it's a massive treat to see these two go at it. Uh, so if you're able to see some Jurio, I'd recommend seeing that one. Let's have a look at the bouts up the top of the Torakumi. Kiribayama takes on Daesho. Kiribayama has a 3-1 record against him. Okay. So he knows how to beat Daesho. baffle the baffler. Takayasu uh, is up against Chiyonokuni. Tobizaru takes on Takanosho. Asanoyama takes on Meisei. Hokuto Fuji takes on Terunofuji. Oh. Now, they have a 3-4 record, Terunofuji's way. Mm-hmm. So Hokuto Fuji, I think his style of sumo could work against Terunofuji. We know his knees are his weakness and Hokuto Fuji can overwhelm you early. So I think that will be a good bout. Shodai takes on Wakataka Kage. And the very last bout of the day, Mitakumi against Takakesho. They have had a long history. It's 9-10 in favour of Takakesho. So anything 
could happen there. Can I, Although I think Tucker Keisho will win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most likely. Can I tell you about a little problem that I've just discovered that I've got? What's that? It's that I was not even thinking about Shodai. And then when I saw him win today, I was like, like yeah. not only back on board the train, I was like up on the top. Yeah. Hands in the air, screaming. Yeah. yeah. Come I on, know what you I? mean. I know. I mean, it's been a real emotional roller coaster ride with him. I love that guy. It, and it's almost like when he won that U show, did we get off the roller coaster then? Ooh. Well, I, I can say for myself, a little bit because he's showing recently has been a bit patchy, but you're I right. I guess I'm just trying to mitigate the damage to my heart. You know, like yeah. I just want him to be okay. I want him to do enough. I want him to get not cut a bun. But then when I saw him get that one win, I'm like, you show, he's my wakatakakage. Yeah. <laughs> he showed us to me as Wakataka Kage is to hero. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Sumo Mainichi for day one. It was a killer day of Sumo, and I'm sure there's a lot more great things to come. We'll be here, same place, same time tomorrow for all your Sumo needs. We'll see you then. See you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah.